0: Hi, I'm Adam Hatch. I run Hatch Gallery here in Oakland, California. We are a uh, gallery that shows primarily emerging contemporary artists uh, from the Bay Area and beyond. We were started in um, 1992 by Kevin Slagle. It's called Ego Park and about three years ago it changed over to me and about a year ago it became Hatch Gallery. I decided to get into the gallery business for I think various reasons. I don't know, I, started, I got into about 12 years ago um, from med school to this because I thought it was a more healing kind of uh, integrative medium. It's art's one of those things that people have always been doing that doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't feed you, doesn't shelter. you. Maybe get you a mate, I don't know, but the best thing about it is though, you get to get friends, they have the coolest friends and uh, that's kind of why I do it, you know.
1: My name is Evan Holm and I'm an artist. I've been working for about ten years now, um, six years very seriously. I have uh, started being less and less interested in making static sculptures. Uh, It pains my heart to see someone look at my art for for 15 or 20 seconds and move on which I understand Is I do the same thing. <laughs> but uh, for this show I wanted to make a piece of art that would uh, invite uh, everyone in to actually participate and make the art in the moment. Uh, so I started with a piano keyboard that I found at the junk store and then uh, disassembled it, uh, reassembled it into a machine that uh, can create drawings. I like to think of uh, simple technologies that humans have created as having a life within themselves and maybe taking it, uh, an additional step forward from inanimate. I collect a lot of things and they sit in my studio until I decide what to do with them. I usually choose one piece of uh, everyday technology that people are familiar with. And then I merge that with uh, a natural form, maybe flowers or dried grasses. Um, And the pieces of technology are light bulbs or radio tubes, Uh, and I like the interface between the two. Um, And then I usually glom them all together into a ball-shaped form, uh, and then give them some personality, um, creature-like personality, put some wheels on them, and they're good to go.
2: Hi, my name is Stephanie Martinez and um, my work is mostly inspired by literature and poetry and um, folk tales and myths and this piece here is called The Heavens for Sylvia Plath and It came out of a previous piece called Doily Cakes um, where I found myself in my studio collecting all these doilies and I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do with them, why I was collecting them, you know, what I was thinking and then I remembered when I was a kid that my great aunt had this little collection of crocheted um, shoes and hats and these little figurines all hand crocheted but they were hardened with sugar and so when no one was looking I would try to lick them because I knew they were sweet. I thought a lot about the women who make these doilies and the labor involved in making them and and how they're just discarded. And so I started doing embroidery cut work and and wanted to kind of explore that idea of sitting down and and working through the process of of working with needles um, and the the labor involved. Um, And then I also wanted to incorporate images of women, and so I wanted to bring in the ads from the back of newspapers and magazines um, that I thought would work really well, because they're, it's also about women in labor, and how you can find um, an embroidery piece or a doily for 99 cents, and then you can turn around and call a woman for 99 cents, and how that there's this, this undervalued aspect of women in labor, and that's why I combined the two together. I wanted to make um, fishing nets and I it was going back to the idea of labor and using a traditional craft and working with my hands and wanted to explore another method um, and, and then I realized I had this gold thread and I decided I wanted to combine the two because I saw the net as like a trap and, and to make it gold I wanted to make it more enticing and to be kind of more seductive and you wanted to get closer to the net and the closer you get to the net you become entangled by it and so it's kind of this challenge of how close do you want to get to it and then also working with the paper, the black paper and wood. Um, I was also reading a lot of Emily Dickinson and wanted to explore her aspect of darkness as um, a sanctuary and an inspiration. Her place was in the dark and it was her place of freedom and then also her idea of, um, or the idea of sumptuous destitution and which is kind of the paradox of desire and it's, and it's this place the in-between place between desire and the goal and consummation, that midpoint is like the high point of your desire and it's like the paradox of desire and that's kind of where those were going and also the exploration of, of her sense of freedom in the dark.